do 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 but I was caught up in physical attraction, but to my satisfaction, oh, oh my God. I will be sure that the lady is a friend. Maybe next time she will be a friend, someone who I can depend on. Maybe next time she will be my friend. All right. No? Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for allowing us to gather today on this evening. Um, thank you for getting us all here safely today. I pray that the conversation be a productive conversation. Um, I pray that we can help inspire people. I pray that your gospel be infused in this conversation. And I pray that we all walk away having learned something new today. In Jesus' name, I pray all these things. Amen. 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 Hello. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag Look at God Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We have a very special guest today. Chia. One of my favorites. A young lady that I have seen go through three evolutions of life oh. in literally like the past three years <laughs> from single to married to expecting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we have my dear sister, T.R. Hawkins. Chill. Hi, Derek. How are you doing, lady? I'm fantastic. Awesome. You look fantastic. How's the baby? You say that to all your favorites? No. You can go listen to all the episodes. I never said you look fantastic. Anywho. Okay. No, I actually heard you say that a couple times. You look fantastic? You said to me every week. <laughs> Dear listeners. So you tell me Jarvis the same thing? You I don't tell Jarvis he looks fantastic ever. If anything, I tell Jarvis he's overweight. Oh, he needs- snap. <laughs> See, this podcast always takes a turn. We can edit this out. It'll be you and me today. Oh, man. Oh. Who's doing very well, by the way. I uh-huh. awesome. Very, Can't very soon. wait to meet him. Mama T. Tell me about it. Oh, man, Mama T. Oh, so we're going to kick it off with an icebreaker, right? Okay. Icebreakers are always very, you know, chill and funny. And then we get into the conversation, you're like, man, I missed the icebreaker. So the icebreaker would be if I could lock you in a room and you had to listen to one artist's whole catalog, what artist would that be? I ain't going to lie to you. You got to be somebody with a long catalog because I ain't trying to hear uh, nobody with no short career. Uh, I have an answer. Do you that... have an answer? Go ahead. You can go ahead and drop One hundred percent Ariana Grande. Wow. She have a long catalog. So weird. No, it's not even that long. She has maybe like four, like four albums, four or five albums. But I can listen to all of them straight through. Wow. Yeah. Ariana Grande. One hundred percent. I remember her when she was on Nickelodeon. That's what I'm saying. She been through every season in life like I've been. I basically grew up with her. Come on now, listen. She done been. She done been through it. Yeah. Every album reflects. You know, yeah. what she done been through. Yeah, I got two people Hold there. on, Derek. We're going to wait on yours. Because I got the goat for me. Oh, All right. Wow. I just can't wait to get it off my Did chest. Disgusting. Huh? You, 
not that MJ. Oh, We're gonna go with another Lord. MJ. He's about to say Ja Rule. Uh, now nah, I was definitely not gonna say Ja Rule, even though people know how much I love Ja Rule. I'm gonna say Yeezy. The real goat. <laughs> Kanye West. Kanye West. I'm not gonna lie to you, the first three albums up here. I'm not a big fan of the other stuff, but then I like Jesus is King, uh, Jesus is Lord. I don't know the name. This is the newest album, right? Yeah, that's Y'all the don't one. don't at me, but like I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. I really haven't. It's I okay. haven't. We won't judge you. I don't know if it's because I've never really been a Kanye <laughs> fan. Derek won't judge you. Uh, that's funny. Um <laughs> This may be the only person I can think of. In my head, I'm thinking you gotta have a long catalog because I gotta be able to get through whatever. However, I'm long gonna be locked up in this damn closet. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Drake. Drake. Well, just because it's a long catalog doesn't mean it's a good catalog. True. Mm-hmm. And another reason why I chose him is because I think if I need to get in my emotions while I'm in that closet, or if I need to get hype, I could do both. Uh-huh. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in a steady either miserable state or yeah. love state or constantly high. Yeah, you're going to be, I'm upset. Yeah. I better find you. Yeah. I should be able to thug it out. Yeah, Drake, is, Drake, is, Drake is a pretty solid. Yeah. He has a pretty solid catalog. Yeah. yeah. No, Drake, I'm not going to lie, man. I be having this argument about Drake and like, Drake is the biggest rapper like right now and probably been for last maybe eight nine years yeah. like he's huge he's next level big know what i'm saying i don't know what it is but he like he brought rap to pop rap music is now pop music it's because he sings y'all but not really he, there's a melody in his song People chris brown sings and it. raps too though who chris brown breezy i know yeah, a lot to you i'm switching my i'm on chris brown though he started out as a singer Chris Brown? Drake came out and he he he, he yeah, was, was rapping. spitting bars but he, yeah. he was singing too he was doing both he was like singing in the middle of the song. I ain't gonna lie, Drake is he Drake hosted the ESPYs. Drake Drake hosted the Grammys, I think. I don't know. But Drake hosted the ESPYs, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Drake is huge, man. Drake. No. So oh Drake man. Is. Yeah, no, definitely Drake. What I, did you say again, Drake? He said you know, I, I said Kanye, Kanye but then I switched it to Chris Brown. You switching it right now? Yeah. He's all over the place. I don't know. Because then I was going to say Jay-Z if nobody else said it. I just thought Derek was going to say Jay-Z, obviously. The greatest catalog of e- ever. But uh, oh, that definitely been a good Brown? choice, too. You Chris switching Brown? it for real? Jay-Z Solidified decision. All right. Solidified. 100%. All right. 100, let, me let me go. Go ahead. Uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> wow. I'm it all off. So, MJ. MJ. I'll go with Michael Jackson. I, I love Thriller. I used to cry listening to uh, Man in the Mirror. Like legit, used to cry. Like listen to that song. Didn't like, you say you used to go to sleep with it in a dark room? And yeah, rock, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I used boy, to go to sleep in a dark room where you were not alone. You were not alone. Another night is gone. I like it does. I'm still like alone. You with your family like guy. You I was a depressed kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was going through it. She didn't want me. <laughs> <laughs> we know why. Oh man. <laughs> She didn't want me. Yeah, oh, I had to go to school to act tough in front of my friends. That's crazy. <laughs> but she didn't want she me. She didn't want me. Oh, man. Oh, me. man. So today's topic is going to be isolation. See, she really didn't want me. You were not alone. See how that come in a circle? Oh, look at God. So you were not alone, and today's it. topic <laughs> is going to be isolation. Wow. Mm. Great. Are you alone now? No. Okay. Y'all with me. Okay. That's clever. <laughs> so 
today we're going to dive into isolation. As we dive into isolation, I want you to read a verse for us. And we're going to talk about good parts and negative parts, because I don't think isolation is all the way a bad thing. I think it does have some pros and some cons. So can you go to Proverbs 18.1, please, Derek? Proverbs 18.1. That's after Psalms, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's Proverbs. the Old Testament. OT. OT. Mm-hmm. They got red words in the Old Testament. Um, If the red words mean Jesus, and based on the mm-hmm. pretense of the ahead. Old Testament, they're pointing to him, but he wasn't quite here yet. Hmm. So Jesus was always here. He was always here. But okay. that's what I'm saying. If you're going based off of like what the, the theme of the Old Testament. Oh, there you're losing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It wasn't we'll say that. man in presence. We'll speaking. say that. Yeah. Okay. Mysterious. Okay. Okay. All of them were here. God, Jesus, the Spirit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Proverbs 18:1. A man who isolates himself seeks his own desires. He rages against all wise judgment. A fool does not delight in understanding, but in expressing his own heart. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Can you read the last part of that verse one more time? Uh, a fool has no delight in understanding, but in expressing his own heart. A fool has no delight in understanding, mm-hmm. but in expressing his own heart. Yeah. Mm. So what are some dangers of isolation? Even before we get there, let's even take a step back. And have you ever isolated yourself? Of course. In a negative way. Who don't, want to, be, isolated who don't want to be the king of their ship? Um, do you want to take it? No way. Okay, yes. Short answer. Long answer. Um, yeah, I didn't necessarily know that. I, okay, there's been times where I was self-isolating and it was kind of uh, just like secondhand nature. And there have been times where I have isolated and it was 100% um, intentional and I was trying to get away from people. And both times was not for a good reason because um, I didn't do anything productive or nearly close to like allowing space for healing. It was solely and plainly based on me just hiding, sheltering, getting away from people that I didn't want to be around, people that hurt me. People that I hurt, it was always running away from something. It was never seeking refuge. Mm. So it was definitely a good thing. That's crazy. You said people that you hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it's crazy because I was looking up shame. And then it would, it crazy because I didn't think shame kind of tied into isolation. But the, uh, it was a quote and it said, uh, remorse leads to repentance. And it says, shame leads to isolation Mm -hmm. and it's like since i'm carrying all this shame i feel like i need to carry it alone you know i don't feel like anybody else should carry this with me so let me go into my own corner yeah well shame is naturally something that you don't want to showcase yeah which is why people shy away from it especially like in a family setting like you the last thing you want to do is like bring shame to your family in in a in a lot of family settings that i'm familiar with anyway um but yeah, it was it was it was definitely um, it was definitely shame on my part. A lot mm. of that, a lot of guilt, mm. a lot of hiding. Yeah, I think uh, one thing she said that triggered for me the idea of sometimes you're doing it on purpose, sometimes you're doing it not on purpose. Yeah, I think for me, a lot of times in which I may have been isolated, I may not have 
been doing it with intentions of being by myself, but that was just the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up in a household with just me and my older brother, and then obviously uncles and cousins, and also some other people later on, but it was never like one of those situations. You know how you have that that one homie that's always there, or your siblings that you always got to be around. Like I never had that experience. If I was around people at times, it was just because they had to watch me because I was the younger one. Mm-hmm. Or I had to follow them because, once again, I was the younger one. But um, as I grew older and started bouncing around, they, I didn't really develop a per se, a community. Yeah. So being solo was normal. Mm-hmm. I can go into a group and I can mesh with a group and I can move with a group, but being by myself wasn't particularly a bad or an uncomfortable thing. It was just something that you, something I did. Yeah. something that had become normal. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I realized it. Like for instance, I was in the business a couple of years ago, where like as you would go through the day, you'd go and reflect. Like, what am I doing throughout my day? Because you do think this thing called an autopsy to reflect on what you did throughout the day. And as you, I would do the autopsy, I'm like, hmm, I didn't, I didn't buddy up with people or nothing like that. That's when I like started trying to <laughs> force the word into what I was doing to kind mm-hmm. of sort of trying to find reason or justification on why I was doing it. Um, and then, you know, I would realize, oh gosh, Jesus sent the disciples out in two. So now I forced people to come with me. It wasn't like I had particularly had a desire for it. Yeah. For you though, and you know, I want to dive in both of y'all backgrounds a little bit, but for you, you know, I know that you were kind of raised like an only child. Mm-hmm. So being raised like an only child, do you feel like that would kind of made isolation a little bit more comfortable to you? Very, very. Um, and I think it went both ways though. I think whenever you are raised in a certain environment you can either desire it so much that you overindulge yourself into it or you can just sit in it you can just be like back to like i guess being raised without a father i'm not going to be like him or or be just like him yeah um Hmm. so the isolation like i said i didn't i don't i didn't feel like per se it was um a bad thing um as i mature and i and i get older i realize oh i should probably make sure i have people around sometimes um, because you know you're your, your own worst enemy. You can be lazy. You can beat yourself up. You can start believing in lies. Um, um, as Tiara was saying, like I don't find something productive to do. I, I find it interesting that as we grow older, we are still children at heart. And just like you don't leave a child alone for too long without finding out what the heck you're doing, you shouldn't be alone. Yeah, wow. you're gonna you're gonna find something to do. And nine times out of ten, it's probably something you shouldn't be doing. That's real. What about your upbringing, TR? What about your upbringing made like isolation a thing to you? Um, well, I was not an only child, but a lot of times it felt like it because I just felt so disconnected from the world sometimes. Um, I did not grow up with my father in the house. My father was in prison for the first 15 years of my life. And so um, I was having to get to know him, you know, through a jail cell. And it was hard, but I really, really, really loved my dad. And I remember going home like all I wanted to do was just be with him so it was like my current reality was like something that I didn't want to be a part of therefore I mentally checked out or physically checked out like I just found myself in my room all the time I have a mom and I have a sister and they used to always be together um but me I would just be checked out like doing something playing a video game writing I used to write a lot of poetry um but I mean, I guess in my early adulthood, I can see where it started to become unhealthy because there would be times when I would be in school and it would be really hard for me to make friends. Or if I did make friends, something super simple would just like hurt my feelings. And like, 
run me right back into isolation like okay i'm good i don't need friends so like now i don't i don't i have no sense of community i don't know how to be around people i don't know how to connect with people and i mean it 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 hindered me from um i guess discovering a part of myself because i feel like when you exist in community like you it's almost like a mirror Mm. yep like people have a way of showing you who you are like the way that you treat people the way that you love people yeah. And the way that they receive it and express that back to you is like, okay, so that's that's a part of who I am. And it was like I, I had a really hard time finding my my identity because I didn't have any type of community um, mm. growing up. Yeah, yeah. Man, I can kind of identify with that as well. Uh, growing up for me, we I have a family, like, you know, and it's, I got three sisters. And we grew up in kind of a close-knit family. My parent, Both of my parents in the house are uh, two half-sisters, but we're both raised together. And then I have younger sisters, same parents. So we always kind of got along and we always maneuvered like a real family. But it was just so much going on behind the scenes and nobody spoke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think when we get around each other, everybody joke and happy. Or, but it wasn't comfortable enough to be vulnerable. So even though I'm around people, I can still be isolated. Mm-hmm. So I learned that in the household that isolation doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not around people. Isolation is just where I'm at. So it's like I'm not telling anybody what I'm dealing with. I, I'm dealing with it myself. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were taught because, you know, I have a sister I shared a room with. I didn't know. Like she had been battling lesbianism since she was a kid. Yeah. And then I didn't find out she was a lesbian until we was adults. Right. So it's like, man, all our lives she was battling that thing. And we in the same room, yeah. and I don't know. Yeah. So it's just like it, it's just this secretness, this uh, this lack of vulnerability. So I, I feel like isolation is even deeper than just being by myself. But it's where I'm at spiritually, where I'm at mentally, can mm-hmm. even be isolation. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, what are some dangers of isolation? That what are some things that come from isolation? Hmm. Um, well, for one. And I even just mentioned it, it's your identity, which for me is the most important thing. Um, And obviously now, like I find my identity in Christ, um, but when you're left alone with your thoughts and your insecurities, the devil is having fun with you. (laughs) He's having fun with you. It's a field day. Your mind and your heart and everything about your emotions is a field day. Yeah. All of a sudden, everything that you thought about yourself or everything that you were thinking about, your circumstances just becomes so much more amplified and it starts to become the truth for you. It starts to become something that you accept. And um, I know for me, I just used to believe that I was always supposed to be alone because I was like, this is how it always ends up. I end up trusting people. People end up hurting me. I end up by myself. So it's I don't think it was ever a desire, like a lack of desire for me to be um in a community or or have friends that love me or have companionship for me i just believed that it was not attainable for me like i didn't think that it was for me and that's a huge part of my identity because if i'm finding my identity in christ now he exists inside of a community yeah and it's like that's the furthest thing from what i was thinking right like i i just i just thought that it wasn't for me i thought that i was supposed to be by myself but but i was praying to a god somewhere praying and hoping that he would send me a friend. Like I just wanted a friend so bad, somebody that would be there for me so bad, not knowing that it was him. But anywho, um, <laughs> yeah, for me, the, the most dangerous thing was identity because I allowed, you know, my 
exterior circumstances to kind of define who I was and to define what I did. Yeah. And that was most of the time staying away from people and um, not expressing myself in, in certain arenas that I definitely could have. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And isolation, and you talked about it, the lies get louder. Like, the lies of the enemy get louder. Like, yo, you're not accepted. Yo, this person don't like you. Stay away from this person. Oh, this person, they're fake. And it's like, it's all these lies, but it's all twisted in with this this thought of, okay, I'm isolating myself from this person because they're this. And, like, I learned that, you know, you can isolate yourself somebody and you're kind of lacking that growth in relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you can be so much closer to a person if you just freed yourself. And it'd be people that really want relationship with you, but you live in isolation or you're only giving them half of yourself. So why would I even want to be in a relationship with you? And it's like the enemy takes you like through these, these like these roller coasters where they he'll like have you high when you're around people. And then as soon as you get by yourself, you feel like all at an all-time low. Mm-hmm. And it's like you gain disdain for yourself. Like you're looking at the shame and you're looking at who like the person that you used to be and stuff like that. So, you know, I think the dangers of isolation are so deep. Mm-hmm. And I think that us as even Christians, we still battle with the dangers of isolation. I definitely do. For me, it's um specifically with women. Like I've isolated myself with women so much growing up to where now it's like I understand it's a struggle and I'm, I'm, I know God is like, dang, Tiara, you're so stubborn because it, it's, it's like a task for me to reach out to another woman. And I know like intrinsically my spirit knows that that's not good and that, that it ought to be different. Um, but it's, it's hard. So like now I see the effects of all of those years of isolation um, on my growth, spiritually speaking, because I ought to be around a community of um, women that are edifying me spiritually, that I that I have an opportunity to edify spiritually and, to, and grow in discipleship. And it's just been a roadblock, obviously, something that I have more control over now that I didn't know that I had that control over then. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough. It's tricky. Yeah. The rock. Derek. The dangers. <laughs> Um, you guys obviously both said two things that were very true. Uh, I'm thinking the idea of drifting, um, happens when you do isolate. I mean, things in which you shouldn't be a part of, you find yourself a part of, um, things you ought not to be doing, you end up doing, um, you start to have no purpose. You start to have no value. You start to, all the lies and everything gets amplified, um, whenever you are, are to yourself. Um, there is also just the many good stuff. So, I mean, these, these are things in which to be like worried about, like, oh my gosh, let me not fall to bad stuff. But there's so much goodness that comes from um, being around people with people. There's like, you know, the idea of saying it's better to give than to receive. Like, you know, there's when you are, um, when you are actually moving in these um, uh, spiritual uh, nudges within you, you actually get to, I can see Jesus in the holy light, you know, you, yeah. you can, you can, you can see, um, the manifestation uh, of things, um, that you wouldn't, if you're by yourself, if you're, you know, just reserved. Um, I, I even think of the idea of sometimes you go through things, um, not for yourself, but obviously to, um, 
your, your story is a testimony to someone else, you know, and just to see Jesus working. So if, if I'm not allowing that to be uh, portrayed or um, demonstrated or manifested, like those, those are goodness for myself and for others that kind of sort of gets cheated out yeah. um, when you're all by yourself. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. And I even went and I had to read the verse again, but it says a man who isolates himself seeks his own desires mm-hmm. and he rages war against wise judgment. Mm-hmm. You don't got no accountability in yeah. isolation. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of us fear accountability, but I think that's all goes back to shame as well. Because when you're transparent with somebody, now it's on them to whether they accept you or not to or whether they accept that behavior or not mm-hmm. they have to express that now so right yeah so now we're going to dive into the positive side i think it is a positive side a little bit to isolation uh can you read now uh luke what is it 16 please luke 5 16 my fault luke 5 16. Luke 5, 16 reads, yes, sir. so he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. Mm-hmm. So let me preference this. Uh, it talks about Jesus cleansing a leper in this uh, particular uh, chap- part of the Bible in this chapter. And it's talking about how Jesus withdrew. And with Jesus withdrawing, I think it's a little different than the isolation that we do because it's not necessarily about which, uh, where you isolate. It's about who you listen to when you're in isolation. So when us, sometimes the enemy gets louder. But when Jesus was withdrawing, he's withdrawing to spend time with the Father. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that's one thing. Then isolating and just spending time by yourself and being mm-hmm. sinking in your shame or isolating yourself and being like sinking in your pain, the things that you may be battling or things that you're dealing with. Uh, so now to think about on a positive note, uh, why is it positive now to spend time with God in isolation? Mm-hmm. I think it's always been positive. <laughs> Whether yeah. we were doing it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, to hear more clearly, um, to draw close, to um, experience him to another level. Um, I think there's so much chatter, there's so much busyness, there's so much distractions. It's like the idea of praying without ceasing. We should always be in direct communication um, with Christ, with God, and we don't a lot of times, so we can get, we can get sidetracked and distracted um heard it stated before that our desires are so weak so instead of wanting the fullness instead of wanting complete goodness we oftentimes settle for less Mm -hmm. so um it's good it's very good to find yourself isolated with god and listen be loved be comforted be guided be um yeah Gotcha. I um I mean I was saved in isolation. Yeah. Um yeah, you said it's different from 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 you know the way that we tend to isolate ourselves in a negative way. It's a hundred percent different. Um it's edification, but for me right now, um isolation just looks like intimacy. Like it really does. Like hearing hearing the voice of God 
sure I'm, uh, that'll happen when it happens, when he decides to audibly speak to me. Um, but entering into the presence of God is just something that is better for me. Um, Derek, it's hard to explain, but you mentioned um, our desires are weak. Right. Like feeling the presence and the joy and everything that comes with walking or stepping into the presence of God is so much more fulfilling than any other temporary satisfaction on this earth. Temporary. Money, sex, whatever, whatever name of ice. It's so much better. And I just feel like that's what he wants for us. Like he wants us to feel the joy of his presence so much. And it, and it doesn't take, it does not take a lot to do, to just be like, calm yourself down, go into a room and be with him. And it doesn't even have to be that elaborate either. It can no. be in the middle of the day. You could be in the presence of God in the middle of the day yep. on your drive to work, at work. Shoot, sometimes I text my husband and I'm like, enjoy the presence of the Lord while you're at work today. And it sounds um, it sounds like, okay, how am I going to do that while I'm working? I'm supposed to be mentally occupied. Yeah, but you're like you said, Derek, to pray without ceasing. Our spirit is praying without ceasing. Yeah. Our lips are not always praying. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, it's it's a it's a it's a spiritual connection there, and I feel, I mean you can name a, a thousand positive things, but you get to experience being in 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 proximity with the Father. You get to experience the whole reason why the gospel exists. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's good. As you're saying that, I, I'm thinking how religious we grow up sometimes. And how, yeah, I used to think that it literally had to be like a closet, like the war room closet, you know, like the movie. Like, if you oh, yeah. weren't completely away from everything. Mm -hmm. And I've seen this example in the Bible. God went into the wilderness, which there really shouldn't be anything else out there. Mm -hmm. But we can be so um, so religious with, and almost put him in a box. Like, he can't reach you in the middle of a crowd. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. And it, it's through breaking that down and realizing, yeah, he's with you. Like, so the heart of man, I promise you, that movie, <laughs> the beginning enough shakes you. But literally, it goes through like five minutes of telling you like, you know, the deepest of seas, the highest of the skies, like the darkest of places. Like he is there. Yeah. yeah. And when you really embody that, it's like, oh, we're here. Yeah. 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 Man, sitting in God's presence is beautiful, man. And you know what's crazy, man? I know how beautiful it is, but I tend not to do it. You know, I had somebody, I went and I was telling them about this dream I had last year. This is last year. And I was telling them about this dream I had. And I was like, basically trying to get them to break it down for me. And I felt like it was answering one of my uh, a prayer that I had, you know, in particular. And it was all about sports. And I had this dream and I'm telling her the dream. And this person, and I got to give them their credit. They told me, hey, you know, sometimes you got to be silent. You know, I understand that you're telling me this, but you got to be silent and listen to what God is telling you. You know what I'm saying? Because I can give you my answer and somebody else can give you another answer and somebody else can give you another answer. But sometimes when you just get silent, God can speak. So, you know, I, I just figured there's so much beauty in that and not seeking an answer from Derek or Tiara or Jarvis is actually seeking an answer from God and not feel like I need to tell everybody else this or I, I can tell who God leads me to tell me this. And when I just skip those steps and go straight to Derek, it's like, do I value Derek's opinion more than I value God's? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it can get caught up in that as well. And 
I'm gonna be real with you. I had a conversation with uh, the, my co-host D Rock last week, and he was like, "You gotta get silent." You know what I'm saying? I just man, what this fool talking about? And it's like, get silent, talking about fasting and praying. And it's like, man, it's so important, but we neglect it so much. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because we value other things and we value spending time with people. We value doing other things so much that we forget to value our time spent with God at times. Yeah, it doesn't always feel good either. Mm. It does not always feel good to be to be presented with truth, which is why when we read the Bible, we get cut sometimes. But being being in God's presence doesn't always feel like rainbows and hearts. Like you said, Jarvis, like we value the opinions of other people because they tell us what we want to hear most times. A lot of times people don't walk around holding other people accountable because I don't know, we 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 um value relationship um, or relationship. We value what is it? What is it? What is the word I'm looking for? Peace. No. Value. It's not affirmation. Exception. Exception. We value yeah. yes, we value human exception so much and it's like, wow. dang, well. There's things about me and all of us that uh, those people that we're surrounding ourselves with cannot see. Or if they can see, they ain't going to tell us for whatever reason. Sometimes they won't say anything. Or even if they have said something, we can't hear it because our ears are not open to that. Right. But it's like entering into that presence is kind of like volunteering yourself to be on the chopping block a little bit. It's like volunteering yourself to go into surgery doesn't always feel good, but we still need it. Yeah, 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 man. And as we close off now, we got a woman of God with us, right? So what hope can we give somebody battling with isolation right now that's in a dark space with isolation? What hope can we give them? And also, where is the gospel in that? The gospel in? Isolation. Ooh. Um. Well, I mean, you can find your hope in Christ. I feel like that sounds like such a blanket answer, but it's the simplest and most practical answer. Um, I found myself in isolation a lot, um, and it was a really dark place. Um, but what made it so beautiful is that when I came to a place where I felt like I had nothing else, no one else, nowhere else to go, um, it was also in isolation. Um, and that's when, that's when, God picked me up and that's when I was saved myself. And then I realized that he was there the entire time. The whole time that I thought that I was by myself, all those times that I was uh, sinking into darkness and, and lies and just praying and hoping for somebody to be there for me, he was already there. So it was like I was searching for this friend and this father that I didn't know that I already had. So. so I thank you. You have definitely been a blessing to my life. Um, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and as we continue to grow, obviously, I pray that I can sharpen you and you can sharpen me. And um, that the words in which we share today can definitely be encouraging. Yes. I thank you for taking time out, um, you know, to share with us and have a conversation in isolation. Mm -hmm. um, anything else you want to leave the people with? Yes, I should have said it. Um, oh, wow. The okay, gospel. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> the gospel. If you find your hope in anything, it is the gospel. Um, the idea of just 
being redeemed by a God that loves us so much is incredible to me. And a lot of times I have to hear the gospel myself um, again and again, because you can get it, but it's just like the implications of it is insane. But for any anybody struggling with that isolation, it's, there's, there's a God who took our place, even though we were a very sinful people and, are, and still are, um, because he wanted to be in relationship with us and he still does. And he leaves that opportunity open for us for as long as we live on this earth to accept his invitation. He's already pursued us. Now we just have to accept it. So I find a lot of hope in the gospel. Um, Jesus is a wonderful friend. He lived out his life in servanthood because he wanted to, he wanted us to be redeemed to our father. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now quiet places in isolation, you do um, facelifts for people's quiet places. What? In regards to interior decorating and remodeling of homes. They let them know where they can find you for the sake of uplifting their quiet places in their homes. Oh, okay. I see. You should yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, plug yeah, it right yeah. now. Really, really hit a plug. Yes, you guys. <laughs> you can you can you can reach me through my Instagram at TR Hawkins. If you ever want an interior uh facelift, um, I got you. You can reach me there. Or if you know me personally, you you can text me. But if you do have somebody that you'd like to refer, you can do that through my Instagram. DM me at Tiara Hawkins, T-I-A-R-A-H-H-A-W-K-I-N-S, all together. Awesome. Awesome. Your boo uh, makes uh, movies and clothes and stuff, right? he, he definitely yeah. does. He makes movies and films and clothes and all other types of fun videos. Where do you find him? You can find him also um, uh, on Instagram. Tiara? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Instagram. That's Malcolm Hawkins, M-A-L-C-O-L-M-H-A-W-K-I-N-S, all one word. And HawkImperial.com, that's H-A-W-K-I-M-P-E-R-I-A-L.com. If you want to see any of his um, content, any of his video content, um, I'm sure you can also um, access his clothing from that website. Catch the fit. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And it's fresh, too. Come yeah. on now, little Jumanji. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm mad that I can't wear it right now because I'm, I'm poking. Uh, but, you know, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I ask that you subscribe, share this to someone in which it can be a blessing to. Rate, drop a comment, let us know what you think. And we look forward to catching you on another one. Stay blessed. Chill.